The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Would you like to live in the space of infinite possibilities? Is now the time to access your magic? Welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with Glenice Hughes. Join us for the next hour as we bring you the tools, techniques, and tips for you to change the impossible in your life to the possible. Now, here's your host, Glenice Hughes. Hello, and welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with myself, Glenice Hughes. I am so, so grateful for each and every one of you. Thank you so much for listening in. Oh my gosh, uh, we are still in the beautiful Australia and we'll be here until the end of January. And oh, wow, it's just so phenomenal. It is so hot. <laughs> and I've had lots of. Um, experiences being able to receive things that I've never been willing to receive before one of which is rain (laughs) and I know that may sound funny for some of you but I've never enjoyed the rain I've always been willing to receive from sunshine but rain or snow clouds any of that hasn't been as ease so really you know spending two months in the um rainforest (laughs) has contributed to that and the other thing if you're not my friend on Facebook you may wish to be or maybe you won't after this story uh, but we've got this ginormous spider uh, that has wove this amazing web and uh, at first I was totally freaked out wanted her gone uh, just moved I'm not about killing things I'm just about not living with things like that and uh, hubby convinced me otherwise and I have since just been able to receive so much from her and watching her she's got a couple little babies and uh, watching all the big beetles she catches and it's just quite cool to watch so uh, I put, posted a video on on Facebook about her and she's got she's a golden orb spider and they're harmless they're huge though like literally would cover my entire face um and she weaves this amazing gold web like it's so cool I was trying to get it in the video but it didn't work that well so anyway it's just been so cool to be here so so grateful and you know been creating a little bit not maybe as much as I normally do uh, but definitely creating a little bit so I now have the living in the magic of possibilities tv show and once or twice or maybe 10 times a week who knows uh, I would do up a, a video based on the top of the show. So last week I had two videos on there, uh, one of which you may be interested in. I did the energy ball exercise, meditation, whatever you want to call it. And you can actually go watch the video and underneath the video in the description, you can go and download the audio if you would like to just use it uh, as a separate audio to listen to and, and follow through on your own. You can go download that there. 
Um, and then I did a video, uh, it's called the response to the angry bitch. And it's quite a fun video for, from a, my response to the woman who sent it. And, uh, yeah, you may enjoy that. And then the week before was when I first started. So that was a video on separation versus oneness. So do come on over to YouTube and, and subscribe to, to this TV show. I'm so thrilled to be doing it. It's, it's another platform for me to share more of what's going on and how I'm processing and working through things and clearing stuff and creating magic and all of that. And I'm absolutely loving it, loving it. And hubby has been so great and uh, assisting to find new places to do the videos. Although I have to say the angry, the response to the angry bitch one that was done in our swimming pool here in Australia because honestly at 35 above Celsius and humid like you can't imagine that was really the only place I was going to do it so how does it get any better so on to this week's show how joyful is being pathetic <laughs> now I know you're probably your first reaction is like being pathetic is not joyful. That is, there's no fun in that whatsoever. And honestly, I would have actually told you the same thing. And uh, one of the things I talked a little bit about in a couple of the shows in December was when I was at the recent certified facilitator training in Access. And just, it's it's not, it never has been comfortable for me. Uh, I'm super aware. And so how much of that is not even mine, all of it. And... <clears throat> There was also something else. There was another piece for me that I I really left that class in a lot of judgment of me, like, you know, not going up and having a conversation with Gary and Dane or going to the microphone. And, you know, I can speak one-on-one -on -one with people in a class. That's no problem. But it just seemed like with Gary and Dane, I put them on, whether it was on pedestals or what it was, it was really um, uh, poking me in the eye. And so I do their monthly call. It's called the Creative Edge. Hmm, maybe it's just called the Creative Edge. I'm not sure. Creative Edge. Maybe there's something else with that. Uh, I, I When I started, it was called the Gold Call. So that's how I remember it. Um, and so once a month, you can you can join for a hundred and some dollars and you get a call with them and uh, they send videos and clearings and all this sort of stuff throughout the month. And it's a phenomenal, phenomenal possibility. If you're interested at all, you can let me know um, or you can just search it on their site. So just right after that class was the December call, a uh, Creative Edge call. And something that had occurred in the class, one of the participants was just asking from from a standpoint of a, as a facilitator, and she was saying, like, if people aren't willing to ask questions when they have them, kind of what's that about? And, you know, and I'm sitting there thinking, oh, gosh, I knew I had a couple of questions that I would have liked to ask that I didn't choose to ask. So, you know, I'm hearing their response, and, and it was really interesting. And at one point, Dane just said... Um, if you're not willing to ask, you're not willing to change it. And it was, it was so true. Like it really was. It read so true for me and the stuff that I would have desired to ask about um, that there was a level or an energy of it that if I asked, I knew that was going to change it. So it was kind of part of, you know, playing in the pathetic, so to speak. And so anyway, on the, on the gold call, on the creative edge call, I had sent in the question, just saying basically, you know, with these tools over the last five years, I have literally changed 
every area of my life. Like even things that I didn't know could change, I've changed. And yet I walk into an access class and I'm, I mean, I say access class because that's really the only classes I'm walking into now, but I walk into an access class and I go back to pathetic. I go back to where I used to operate from 24 seven. And so I'm grateful to see the difference. I'm grateful to see that that's really the only place I'm choosing it now. And yet what the fuck? Like, come on. And so sent this question in and, and had said, you know, like it really poked me in the eye when Dane had said that you basically, when you ask is when you're ready to change it. So I'm, I'm fucking ready to change this now. And, uh, (laughs) their response, I mean, it was, it was comical and it was fun and it was light and it was really great. And, the one piece that stood out so much and and Gary had a lot of fun with it because he's like you know what energy space and consciousness can my body and I be to be the pathetic pile of shit I truly be and you know kind of playing with it which is a great way too you know if you feel like you're in resistance of something is to really embrace it and really play with that and you know he kind of got me to look at like how much fun it is and how much we actually manipulate people from that place of choosing pathetic and I'll I'll talk more about that too but the one thing that Dane said that really was kind of like fuck that's it notice my my excessive use of the fuck word uh, <laughs> I just realized that and I know that some of you guys that just grates your skin or you you know maybe have kids in the room and you don't want them to hear that and I wonder what might change if we didn't have judgments of words or of anything or of ourselves and I always know that it becomes uh, like every second word for me if it's going to bring that up for people. So it's not how I talk in my everyday life. Interestingly enough, it's not that I don't, it's not that I resist it. I have no problem with it. There might be times, but I know either on a radio show or in a video or in a class, if it's kind of the second word out of my mouth that it's actually creating something for somebody and giving you the possibility to look at that and change that so um just so so that you're aware of that too so anyway what what dane said was what if you didn't have to be pathetic to receive and it was like this huge light bulb for me because that's exactly what I was doing. It was like if I walked into a class and you know so in this case with Gary and Dane I had to play less than them. I had to get, I had to be 49% with them being 51% for me to be able to receive from them. And I don't mean I had to, I mean, that's what I chose. That was the, the interesting point of view that I had. And I wasn't even aware I had it until he said that. But then I kind of looked at all the people that I had received, you know, information from or, or the contribution of change or information. Every one of those people I'd put into the 51% because really, you know, this whole reality does that, right? When we're kids and we go to school, it's not about... Um, sitting together as a group and learning together. It's about the teacher giving you the information and you being the 49%, (laughs) that's how you receive it. And if you were 51 or even if it was 50-50, then there was going to be no receiving that was possible. So it was such like, 
honestly, and I, I actually cried. Like, I'll tell you guys the truth. I cried when I heard it. And it was such, and then I laughed because I was crying, but it was such a sense of relief and such an awareness of, oh my gosh, that's where I've been operating from. And and really unkind, not only to me, but also to Gary and Dane, because then how much, or anybody, you know, that I've done that with, but how much then have I shut who I be off to be with them, to receive from them? And I can remember, not so much in the last probably year or so, and sometimes still, um, but m- certainly when I very first started studying Access, and people would go to the microphone to to talk about something with Gary and Dane. And in my head, I'd be like, can you shut up? Like, I didn't come here to listen to you. I want information from them. And it was, it's the the exact same energy. It's like, no, they're the ones who have it. You know, I would see that, say that fellow class participant, I would see them the same as me. So I would see them as 49. And I don't want to hear from a 49er. I want to hear from a, you know, who I've put in the 51 um, category, which I mean, gosh, how much judgment does that take? How much separation does that take? How much not receiving does that take? Like, I mean, all it was so huge. And none of it did I ever realize before. And it really made so much sense then to how when even though I had a question that I didn't choose to go to the microphone because they're 51, you know, I'm, I, you know, not that I had these thoughts in my head, but the energy of it was certainly there of, my God, I'm just even so stupid to have this as a question. Instead of I would see other people who were truly a contribution to the class, asking questions, not from the place of looking for the answer from Gary or Dane, but from the place of asking the question from being the contribution that could be created for everybody and that, you know, now to look back at that and go, wow, that's it. And I've heard Gary say for ever since I've taken classes with him, he said, you guys have, you know, talking to all of us, you guys have information that I don't and your questions are what creates that. And, and I finally actually got it when, you know, kind of piecing this all together going, yeah, if I play 49, if I play the pathetic, then I'll never, ever be able to be that contribution. And the other thing that I was so grateful for is that they've never once, and this has been five years, (laughs) they have never once made me feel wrong for choosing that. They certainly, you know, they didn't make me feel right for it either. They, you know, there was, it was just, they were just in total allowance of it, which allowed me to find my feet with it. And you know, even with the awareness, it's not from a place of judgment, or I shouldn't have been like that, or I should have done something different, or oh my God, it's been five years, what's wrong with me? It ha- it wasn't even like that, like when I got that, um, you know, when I got that from Gary and Dane, and what was really cool too, was, was Dane acknowledged that, and he said, um, he said, you know, with your, with, with the part of you, um, you know, kind of poking me in the eye since he had said that at the class about the, you're not willing to change it until you ask a question. He said, like, maybe now is just the time. And it was like, yeah, I, I'm very aware that probably even six months ago, I couldn't have received what I could, what I received from it this time. Like it was, it really, 
it was such a game changer and such a, a silly basic question. And I did have a lot of judgment of me, like I say, about not asking and kind of like feeling like a shy little girl almost with them. And at one point Gary in the class was talking about you know, people sharing their stories and their successes and, and all of that. And I thought, my God, I could go to the microphone and literally talk for five days straight about what all of these tools have, you know, using these tools, what it's all done to change my life. And it's not, Gary wasn't in any way asking for that, but he made that comment. And I thought that at the time, I thought, wow, I could do that. And yet that kind of like, <gasps> but I can't energy came up. And yet I can talk everywhere else I can go up to the microphone everywhere else I can be in front of the microphone and share and share and share like this radio show like my classes all of that but all of those I had the point of view that I was the one and and even from this place I was the one giving not the gifting and receiving. Now, you know, I say that and I'm aware that there's been a lot more gifting and receiving in, in classes and such. And this was to me kind of like the the, the last little piece um, with, with that energy and how much more now can I gift and receive even with this radio show, you know, instead of from that place of, well, I'll give you the information. It's like, no, gifting and receiving. And, and it's just such a different place. So Everywhere that you've played pathetic because it was the only way you knew how to receive. Whew, well, you destroyed and cradle that time's a godzillion. <laughs> right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And I don't think I mentioned this at the beginning, but all of these tools and Gary and Dane, um, it's all from Access Consciousness. And you can go to accessconsciousness.com and find out more information. And the clearing statement, all those words I just said, right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds, that's called the clearing statement. And you can go to theclearingstatement.com for more information about how that works. It is truly truly magic and uh yeah all right well let's head to break and we'll be right back to talk more about the joy of being pathetic did you know that glennies travels the world facilitating classes possibilities and awesomeness she does From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenice will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenice.net for more information about where Glenice will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenice to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenice.net. Close your eyes. Imagine being free of everything that limits you. What would it feel like to live from this space every day? During an infinite possibility session with Glenice, you will clear energy blocks and limitations from every area of your life so you can live beyond your wildest dreams. Sessions can be done in person, over the phone, or using Skype. Find out more online at www.glenice.net. Find out about ongoing classes and workshops as well. And read Glenice's blog. That's www.glenice.net. G-L-E-N-Y-C-E.net. You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. 
To find out more about Glenise and our program, please visit www.glenise.net. That's G L E N Y C E.net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities. Welcome back, everybody. So I would like to invite you to some awesomeness that I've got coming up around the world. I'm so thrilled. Um, I'm actually going to be heading back to my home at the end of January. So February 6th in Vermilion, Alberta, Canada, I will be teaching a bars class. And then off to Edmonton starting February 17th, Miss lovely Lori Larson and I are going to co-facilitate a bars class on the 17th. And then I will facilitate the foundation class which is the four days of um, access conscious core classes used to be called foundation and level one and now it's just changed the name to the foundation and those classes in Edmonton will be held at the West Edmonton Mall and I'm so excited because it's it's a such a fun place there's a big um, I think they call it galaxy land where you've got all these cool rides and there's a water park and there's a movie theater and then of course there's all the shopping and there's makeup shopping there. Hello. So maybe you want to come visit us in Edmonton in February and you can stay inside the whole five days, which is very important to know that you can do in February in Alberta. Um, So you can kind of park on the first day and you don't have to get in your car again until the last day because the hotel is there and everything is in the mall. So then off to Santa Cruz, California. I'm so excited. Just been looking at flights and stuff. So looks like we'll fly into San Francisco, spend some time there, and then we will head down to Santa Cruz. So starting February 24th, and the beautiful Brooke and I will be co-facilitating bars on the 24th. And then same thing, we'll go into the foundation, the four-day foundation class. So so excited about that. And uh, all the new registrations. Thanks, guys. I am so, so thrilled. So then off to Regina, Saskatchewan. I actually used to live there a hundred years ago. Um, And so on the April 8th, I'm going to be facilitating a bars class. And then on April 9th and 10th, it's a two-day specialty class. It'll be the first time I facilitate this. It's called How to Change Anything with Ease. So all the the tools and tips and magic and all of that. Um, And you do have to have taken the bars class to be able to join us. So that's why I am facilitating it the day before in case somebody would like to join us for the two days, they can join us for the bars on the 8th. And then off to Montreal, Quebec. Oh my gosh, so excited. So, so, so excited. Uh, That is starting April 27th with the bars and then on to the foundation. So the five days to change your life in Montreal with the beautiful Dawn. So excited to hug you, Dawn. And then off to Munich, Germany, June 4th and 5th with the specialty class, How to Change Anything with Ease. I am so excited to hang out with my German friends once again. And then off to Bucharest, Romania, a whole new country for hubby and I. So on the 15th, pardon me, the 16th of June, uh, going to co-facilitate the bars with my beautiful host. And then we will have a full day of five steps to increase your money flows on June 17th. And then June 18th is the two day how to change anything with ease. So excited. And then it's not listed on the site just yet. uh, But we will also be heading to 
England. Hubby is so excited because that is where he is from. Uh, in October for How to Change Anything with Ease. So October 22nd and 23rd. And I've also got a lot of other awesomeness that is coming up here right away that you can take by, uh, by telephone and webinar and stuff. So make sure if we're not friends on Facebook or if you haven't liked my, my um, business page on Facebook that you do that so we can stay in touch so that you can check out what I've got coming up because uh, it's pretty darn awesome if I do say so myself. So let's talk about the joy of being pathetic. <laughs> and so, you know, with that, with that information from, from Gary and Dane and and then really looking at, you know, the the places in my life that I have played pathetic and how much I didn't ever acknowledge before what that gave me. And, you know, it's it's not that pathetic is wrong. It's not that at all. The problem, at least with the way that I used to do it and possibly the way some of you have done it, is that I believed it to be true. So when I talk about playing pathetic, I'm aware now that that was something I was playing. However, I was not choosing to be aware then. I had all of the reasons and justifications of why I was choosing pathetic and that it wasn't a choice. And that was a lie. That was an absolute lie. You know, all the times in my life that I played 49%, or pretended to be playing 49 all the while we're playing 51, um, you know, all of that where I didn't acknowledge it. And, and it's totally different when you're willing to be aware of it. Because sometimes now, you know, if I, if I know that hubby wouldn't be totally excited about running my bars, if I say, oh, I'm so stressed and I'm so cranky, he, just like the other night, he set up the table. Now, I was choosing cranky and so that wasn't a manipulation but it is one way to manipulate and so it's totally different in in where I'm choosing it from and for all of us right if we're willing to choose to be aware and willing to choose what will create more because it's not that that's the only way he'll run my bars it's just I've noticed you know (laughs) and I was like rah 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 and he's like setting up the table he's like just anything to get her to not be cranky um that's one way and there's other ways but it's like being in our awareness of hey what what is this going to create and sometimes choosing consciously to play pathetic will likely create more and unconsciously or anti-consciously choosing pathetic would likely never create more. And what I mean by unconsciously and anti-consciously is that we're not acknowledging, just like I was sitting in that class going, what the hell's wrong with me that I'm not, I can't, you know, go up and say whatever or do whatever and, and that's that energy like that's that's the unconsciousness instead of going okay well this is an interesting choice what else could I choose here or who am I being or who does this belong to or what else is possible or you know just being really uncomfortable and going to the microphone anyway you know there's so many possibilities and I wasn't wrong for any of which I chose it's just such an eye-opener to have the awareness that it was based on, or at least, you know, the majority of it was based on, I had decided I couldn't receive if they, if I saw myself as equal to them. And 
everywhere that we've done that with anybody, we destroy it and create it and return it to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, pot, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And it's funny because it has the energy to me of, um, like I said, hubby's from, from England. And his mom, uh, when, when hubby and I got together, his dad had already um, crossed over. So I got to know his mom quite well through through the years. And one of the things that in, in England, especially in her the, the time that she grew up, there was always the class difference. And so we would say, oh, we're going over to Dave's for uh, a visit or to play a game or whatever. And she would, you know, be just curious, oh, who's Dave and what does he do? And, you know, when she found out he was a banker, well, my goodness, like, what are you doing hanging out with bankers? Kind of like they're, they're better than us and, and we're less than them. Like, that's just the class system. And Hubby and I would often talk about it, especially after we would talk to her, because she would say something or, you know, she had the other class system, true, of um, immigrants and stuff like that. That was always an interesting conversation because Hubby is an immigrant to Canada, like he immigrated to Canada. Um, and she would always have a lot of um, judgments towards the immigrants coming into England. And he would always say, but mom, I'm an immigrant. And it was always just a, you know, a bit of a comical and, and frustrating for him at times, too. Um, but this kind kind of class and system and that really when I was looking at it it was kind of like that even though I I kind of giggled at her having those class systems and it was so evident I was looking at like how much I had them in a sense maybe not with classes about what people did but maybe about how I decided what they knew or what their capacities were greater than mine or less than mine and how much I was doing that without even acknowledging or or being willing to be aware that I was doing that and you know, and knowing that no matter who, whether it's Oprah or Gary or, um, you know, Richard Branson, whoever it might be that, that might, we might want to put on a pedestal, like, what if, what if we're oneness? And what if we all can be a contribution to everybody without going, oh, well, they know more than me, so I won't ask this question. Or, you know, possibly in school where we learned that that's not right. The teacher knows, even if we knew something better or something different, or we had uh, a different awareness, we were never encouraged, at least where I went to school, we were never encouraged to share that. And and then just probably, you know, for me, I never even questioned it. Um, if I did, I would have been very, very early on that I don't recall. But I, you know, I've always just kind of in, in a lot of ways just went with the flow. It's like, oh, OK, everybody agrees with the teacher. Well, then everybody agrees with the teacher. Um, and and certainly not from that place of, uh, you know, I know something that they don't because that's that's just not something I would have ever went to. And again, when I talk about that, I'm also aware, you know, who was I mimicking? Who did I see do that? I mean, my my family was a lot like that. I remember in um, college, and I had actually went and I, I still wonder about this is so interesting to me. But we were my roommate and I were looking for a place to live and we found what I would have called the perfect place in terms of location and price for for where we needed to be and and all of that and so the guy actually said to us that that showed us the place and he said oh you're 
oh, I can't remember if it was because we were students or our age, one of them, he said, oh, I, I won't rent it to you because of that. So either because we were in school or because of our age. And I must have shared that with somebody who knew that that was actually illegal, like he couldn't actually do that based on the laws. So I contacted the the people, the whoever, make the laws, I can't remember, the, the rental people, and made sure that was true. And then I contacted him and said, hey, you know what, um, you can't actually tell us we can't live there based on this. I'm, I'm going to say it was age, but I don't remember for sure. So he had to rent it to us. And I remember that my dad was horrified. And I mean, this is just my memory of 20 some years ago, so I could be wrong. But I remember him saying like, you know, why, why couldn't you just go somewhere else? Or what was wrong with other places you looked like kind of why did you have to do that? And I remember thinking, but he was wrong. Like the guy couldn't do that. And we got what we wanted. And we were we paid our rent on time. We were never delinquent, like all the things that the guy had decided. And when I look at that, I think, wow, somewhere along the, the age of kind of, I think I was 18 or 19 at the time, um, to, you know, where, where I got to be less like that or less likely to, to kind of, in a sense, fight for it or to be a little bit more aggressive in that energy. Um, but also really cool to know that at you know, that, that is, and it wasn't about making the guy wrong. It was just, we really wanted to live there. Um, so it's, it's like playing pathetic. It really is evident how much I played it from when I could look at things in my life and say, but Hey, that I didn't play pathetic there. Christ, <laughs> like I really chose something different in that situation. And then there was other situations where, you know, it was total pathetic where, um, you know, and pathetic for me, if you listen to my shows, I think it was in September, I talked about kind of the, the day I stopped being a victim to me, pathetic and victim go, you know, hand in hand. And that's really, you know, I'm even having the awareness right now with Dane's comment of like, maybe now was the time. It's like, yeah, kind of being more aware of the victim and how much I was choosing it without even being aware I was choosing it. And the willingness to stop that has kind of, you know, changed all of the pathetic stuff too, because it's really quite impossible to, <laughs> to unconsciously choose pathetic when... I'm not willing to be a victim anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's funny that that is that is really funny to me right now. Um, you know, and how much the one choice then truly ripples out and how much it creates. And it was interesting. I'm I'm on Dane's um, new telecall. I think it's just a three part telecall about leadership. And the whole call, today was the first call. As you guys know, I don't do my radio show live. So I'm recording this on a uh, Wednesday here in Australia, so Tuesday in North America. Uh, and so it was his first call of those three calls. And it was all about being pathetic. And it was just so cool, because it was, you know, it was really able to receive it on a different level than probably if it would have been a month or two ago. And what was so interesting to me is that I had so much resistance to it. Because there's, there's an energy for me when I see a new class, of, you know, I usually know right away if it's a kind of like a ping for me, like a yep, jump in with both feet, or 
this energy like I had with this one was such resistance, which is always funny for me because I'll usually play with the resistance, be like, oh, okay, yeah, I won't take it. I No, you know, I've got so much going on or I haven't caught up on these calls or, you know, all of kind of that dancing around it. And then yesterday I'm like, oh, that's just resistance. Okay, so there's, is there something here for me? And then of course my two questions that I use with everything, truth, what will the planet be like in five years if I choose this? Truth, what will the planet be like in five years if I don't choose this? And it was so much lighter for me to choose it. And with with all of the talk about pathetic, I thought, okay, yeah, I could, I'm, you know, interesting, there was resistance and cool that I chose beyond it, because it's not right or wrong. It's just really cool when when I'm willing to choose beyond it. So any resistance that you may have to giving up pathetic to uh, only using it from a place of consciousness, um, and a place of where it would create more in the world, well, you destroy it and create all that times a godzillion and return it to sender with consciousness. All right, wrong, good, bad, online, bad, box, shorts, boys and beyonds. And, you know, I can perceive some of you guys going, but whenever would it create more in the world? And if we didn't have a judgment of it or a point of view about it, there's going to be times. There really are going to be times where it does create more or it's the only way that somebody will hear you. You know, so like like with hubby with bars and I, it's not with him. He, he hears other ways, too. But that sometimes, you know, if you if you've ever maybe you as a kid or your kid, um, maybe that's the only way mom will stay home or dad will stay home from work is if they're if they're sick. So then they start using that um to, to create that. Now, again, most then people go into the unconsciousness and the anti-consciousness of it instead of acknowledging, hey, I'm just using this to get what I would like. How cool is that? So you want to be aware of that too and, and see it as that. The other thing I also am aware of with, with kids in, in those situations is, is there another way that you can create that sense of, of connection or time with them so that they're not feeling like they have to get sick to have that? just something I've been aware of with different parents that I've worked with. So my goodness, look at the time. All right, we're off to break and we'll be right back. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenise will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenise.net for more information about where Glenise will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities www.glenice.net Close your eyes. Imagine being free of everything that limits you. What would it feel like to live from this space every day? During an infinite possibility session with Glenice, you will clear energy blocks and limitations from every area of your life so you can live beyond your wildest dreams. Sessions can be done in person, over the phone, or using Skype. Find out more online at www.glenice.net. Find out about ongoing classes and workshops as well. And read Glenice's blog. That's www.glenice.net. G-L-E-N-Y-C-E.net. You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. 
To find out more about Glenise and our program, please visit www.glenise.net. That's G L E N Y C E.net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities. Welcome back, everybody. So we are talking about the joy of being pathetic. And really, you know, if you can kind of get the energy of that and really choose joy with it, like if it's been something you've played before and maybe you've judged yourself for or you've... um, you know, maybe you've judged people who've chose pathetic and, and really have a lot of barriers up to it. So it's really just, you know, can you get the joy of it? Can you see how much it manipulates people? Like, how many people will dance? And that's when I was talking before about, you know, it creating more in the world. If, if somebody can only hear pathetic, then that's likely when it will create more for you to use it and when I talk about when they can only hear pathetic it's like if that's the only thing that that they can relate to like maybe they've been been you know had a really rough time and that's when they got a lot of attention and a lot of help and then when they weren't having a rough time they didn't allow any support or they didn't allow any contribution so then they've kind of taught themselves and they've taught people around them that that's the only time that they'll have you know that they'll check in on people or that they'll be there for people as if they're really really down or having a really tough day and you know I saw it in a friend of mine years ago and her her and I were close friends so we were able to talk about things like this but I saw whenever she felt like her husband wasn't spending enough time with her, she felt like he was working too much, she would create an illness in her body so that he had to. And and it was like that's how she got what she needed instead of either asking for it or, you know, either giving it to herself or whatever. Like it was just a really interesting dynamic and and we were able to talk about it and and what she had noticed kind of what I was talking about before but what she remembered both her parents worked growing up and that was really the only time she got with people with like with them was if she was at home sick because then one of them needed to stay home with her and so then she just kind of take it into her relationship with her husband and created that same dynamic and I mean, nobody was seeing it as that until we had that conversation. It wasn't even like I had that awareness and I needed to share it with her. I, I mean, I've I've played superior bitch well, but that wasn't where it was coming from. It was just in conversation. And she was really tired of, you know, having a lot of down days, a lot of um, sick days. And that was kind of how we got in kind of the piece by piece. And it was like, wow, you know, and how many of us choose pathetic so that we can feel that need or fill that gap with whatever it is we've decided instead of asking for it right because I mean if you're playing victim which to me is pathetic then chances are you're not willing to ask for what you desire so everywhere you haven't been willing to ask for what you desire and have created some sort of crazy drama trauma to get what you desire will you destroy and create all that times a godzillion (sighs) right wrong good bad all nine potpock shorts boys and beyonds and it's that willingness to really be aware. And, and that was one of the things Dane talked about. And, and 
likely by the time you guys hear this, Dane's series, the leadership series will be over. However, you will be able to purchase it on the site. Maybe not right away, like I don't know how long it usually takes them to put to get those things in, but it's a, you know, call one was beyond amazing. So I imagine two and three will be much like the others. But if, if it sings to you at all, uh, you might want to check that out. But that was one of the things that he talked about is, you know, being aware of just even asking, you know, what what will this create? What will this choice create in the world? And and they've talked about that a lot lately on the shows because it's really about not just for, for, you know, what will make me happy or what's going to um, create more for me. It's what will this create in the world? You know, and I, I it was interesting of the the last video that I put on in the Living in the Magic of Possibilities TV, uh, the one about the angry bitch. I actually wasn't going to like I wasn't overly happy with it um, for some reason, whatever judgment I was choosing or whatever it was. I just thought, oh, I can do another one. I'll do something better and. And yet there was an energy to keep it. And I, so I was like, okay, cool. Universe, if that video will be a contribution, if it will create more in the world, then allow it to upload with ease. Because a lot of times, I'm not sure if, if it's the Wi-Fi here or exactly what it is, but a lot of times it takes two or three tries to get it to load. So I was just kind of like, I, in a sense, I just put it in the universe hands and I'm like, hey, if this can load with ease, um, if it's going to create more in the world, just let's let's do this. And, and it did. I mean, it took a long time, but it did load. So I'm like, okay, cool. Then obviously the universe knows something that I'm not willing to be aware of. And I mean, the amount of of feedback and and shares and uh, private messages that have been sent to me about it that how much it read for people um, obviously the universe knew how much more it was going to create uh, and it really is you know what what will this create in the world and if we're willing to be aware of what our choices will create and then we're willing even if that's the first step like let's say you ask that and um, you're aware that something won't create more, but you're at least willing to ask that. Even if you still choose what isn't going to create more, can you celebrate that you asked? Because that is a huge part of the process from my interesting point of view is just that very first step. Because at least you're willing to ask and at least you're willing to have that awareness. Because what that does is starts it starts taking off the blinders. You know, all those years that I was playing pathetic unconsciously, that question even would have started taking it off. Like, doesn't mean I would have had to have changed it, but at least I would be willing to have the awareness that playing pathetic isn't going to create more and that there's another choice. And then maybe, you know, a month later or two months or 10 months or Two years later, that's when the choice is there, but just the start of it. So anywhere that you've decided that if you ask the question, you have to always choose what will create more. Will you destroy and uncreate all that times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, put hawk, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And anywhere that you've decided what will create more before you ask so that when you ask it always matches your decision will you just turn and create all that and return it to sender with consciousness 
Whew, right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pop, box, shorts, boys, and yachts, because that really is something you want to look at, you guys, because our, our decisions, what I call the DJCCs and the pissers, so the decisions, judgments, conclusions, computations, projections, rejections, expectations, separations, all of those will impact your awareness. So you may be asking a question, but if you've decided what the answer is already, then that is what your awareness, and I'm putting awareness in air quotes, your awareness will be even though it's not true awareness. But it will match that because your reality creates, oh my gosh, your point of view creates your reality. Wow. Um, So your point of view creates your reality. And that's why in access, we're always trying to uh, one, be aware of our point of view and, and to destroy it and uncreate it so that we don't have a point of view, so that we're totally with just awareness and we're not operating on any points of view because your point of view creates your reality. So let's say you're asking, um, uh, let's, say, let's say you want to go take a class and you've decided that it's going to create more in the world then when you ask, okay, so what will this choice create? You'll automatically get that it will create more because you've decided it's going to match it. Whereas if you can, and this is often what I will do, is I'll destroy and create the DJCCs and pissers right before I ask the question so that I'm not operating. Because it doesn't have to be that you have to be totally clear of of DJCCs and pissers, although that's awesome too. Uh, But even if you clear them right before you ask the question. So, you know, be like, okay, so discern and create all the DJCCs and pissers that I have about taking this class. Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, putt, pock, shorts, boys, beyonds. Truth, what will the planet be like in five years if I choose this? Truth, what will the planet be like in five years if I don't choose this? And that way then you've cleared the DJCCs and pissers. So you're, you've totally in that moment have a blank slate. Now, probably five minutes later, you've actually added more <laughs> DJCCs and pissers. So if you're going to ask again, you're going to want to, um, you know, you're going to want to destroy and create the DJCCs and pissers again before you ask. Because it really is. It's so easy, you guys. And there's, there's going to be a radio show here soon about this. But um if we really start to acknowledge how much we operate from decisions and judgments and conclusions and computations and projections, like how much when somebody else desires something from us, how much it actually, we often will actually act it out without even being aware that we're acting it out because they are projecting it. You know, whether it's body size, whether it's disease, you know, you go and see a doctor and they ask for your family history and you give it to them and then they start projecting onto you. Oh, well, you've got diabetes in your family. You're going to have it. You've got heart disease. You're going to have it. You've got I had a doctor. I think I was in my 30s, maybe even my 20s, to be honest. Um, And he put me on some cholesterol medication. And so I said, oh, is my cholesterol high? And and he said, no, but your your family history is such that we'll start you now because there's there's no way around it for you. (laughs) Yeah, right. And at that point, I that 
that became true for me because my dad had had a bypass and my grandpa had died of a heart attack. And, you know, there was all of these justifications and reasons for it. And then the doctors projecting it onto me and then, and I didn't, have any information that I've got now but it was all from that place of like oh well that's what he says and here's the 49% the doctor knows more than I do um, which is totally different now that I don't actually have any medications and I actually it wasn't maybe a year or two later and I saw a different doctor and she said why are you on this and I'm like oh well he said this and she's like hmm okay well you know what let's take you off and deal with that if that happens down the road like you know a little bit more aware she was willing to be but it's so easy I mean we're aware we're so super aware of everybody's what they desire from us or for us so then we start operating on those projections without willing to be aware of it so I'm always encouraging people you know start your day by destroying and creating all the DJCCs and pissers that you have of you, that others have of you, that you have of others, that you have of your money, that your money has of you, that your business has of you, that you have of your business, that, you know, depending on what's all in your life, but really, really start clearing those so that you can be operating from the infinite awareness you truly be, because again, you're going to read things as true for your awareness that are possibly more what's being projected at you and so it just becomes again to be willing to be aware 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 so anywhere that you haven't been willing to be more aware of what more aware than what is being projected at you or expected of you or your own decisions or your own projections any of that we just destroy and create it all Oh, right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pot, shorts, boys and beyonds. And for anybody who's not familiar, I know I said it before, but I'll say it again, the acronym DJCC and PISSER. Decision, judgment, conclusion, computation, and then PISSER doesn't actually, it's not like spelled properly. I just really like PISSER, so it just sounds funny to me. So it's projection, um, expectation, rejection, and separation. And those are the acronyms. And you don't have to use all of them. You could just say all the decisions I have here, all the projections, whatever kind of works for you in that time. Uh, I just like to kind of say it all. It's really easy, DJCC and PISSERs and and clear them kind of like that without having to figure out what I've got going on, what sort of crazy I've got going on in that moment. Um, and yeah, and just being willing to clear them and being willing to clear them about everything. Like it's, it's so phenomenal how much, and it's just be, I've really become aware of it in probably the last uh, four or five weeks, how many of well, myself and other people, clients and people on calls that I've been with and stuff that really have been operating from other people's projections onto them. Um, and it's not about making the other people wrong by any means, because it's not that they, the people are still choosing to, to do them and to act them out. Uh, so it's not about being a victim, but it's about really starting to acknowledge, okay, is this truly mine? Do I truly desire that? Uh, would that truly be fun? All the DJCCs and pissers here to start and create them and then ask questions and really get a sense of what your awareness is on things. Oh, cool. So what have you made so vital about playing pathetic that keeps you from being the infinite being with infinite joy, infinite wealth, infinite happiness, infinite health, and infinite possibilities Anything and everything that is, we destroy and create it all. 
Yeah, right, wrong, good, bad, online, pet pox, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And I wonder what might be possible beyond choosing pathetic. And I wonder what might be possible in playing with the joy of pathetic. Anything that doesn't allow either of those, will you destroy and uncreate all that? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pet pox, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And what physical actualization of a phenomenal life and living beyond pathetic. Are you now capable of generating, creating, and actualizing anything that doesn't allow that to show up as if by magic? Will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, potpock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Thank you so much for listening in. Be sure to check out the Living in the Magic of Possibilities TV show. Uh, if you go to the Living in the Magic of Possibilities Facebook page, I have it right on the very top um, post so you can go and click and find it there. And if you just hit subscribe, then you'll be notified every time I upload, which will be at least once a week and possibly more. All right, guys, have a wonderful week and I'll talk to you next week. Thank you again for joining us. Living in the Magic of Possibilities can be heard every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Please join Glenice Hughes for another edition of our program next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.